Welcome to Grab Life Big. Grab Life Big. The exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. If this is empty, this doesn't matter. Glad you were home. I'm always home. I'm on tour. Me too. You're doing great, dude. Telling true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're on cool. This is my advice to you. And I know you think these guys are your friends. If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. Wrong tribe confounds, the right tribe compounds. Get your free copy of the runaway bestseller Tribe of Millionaires at $20 value at tribeofmillionaires.com free. Just pay the shipping. That's tribeofmillionaires.com. Alrighty, go bros. I'm excited today. I got Mr. Brian Mullins from Nashville, Tennessee with us. Brian, uh, welcome to the Go Abundance podcast. Hey, Pat. How you doing? Good to hear from you. Yeah, buddy. Hey, Brian, let's talk about you, your life story in five minutes, the day you were born until now. Tell me what you got. All right. All right. So... Sound like a Southern boy, but I actually born in New York, if you can believe it. So born in Long Island and grew up in the Atlanta area, though. My mom and dad moved back down to Atlanta. So grew up in the South and yeah, so, so lived there most of my life. We moved a lot. So uh, grew up with a single mom. So mom and dad divorced when I was younger. So uh, pretty much single mom, three kids. So Moved around a lot and uh, just uh, li- lived in the Atlanta area and, and uh, just, I guess, at a young age, started trying to work a lot. Had a good work ethic, so just started a lot of different types of jobs from paper route to washing dishes to waiting tables and, and all that. So ended up doing a lot of that and then and, uh, being the first one in my family to go to college. So that was that a was big accomplishment, I thought, just going to college. That, that was the dream. You know, that was the way to get out of the basic life and, and uh, get into the corporate world and uh, uh, get, get a college degree. And uh, that was supposed to be the success plan. So we, we started down that path and then got it, got on with a, a company out of college called Kodak, Eastman Kodak. And we all know what happened to the film business. So once that uh, got out of, uh, they, they basically went out of business, sold off their division and, uh, Worked with a couple of Fortune 500 companies, worked with IBM, worked with Xerox, so worked in corporate technology sales. Did that for quite a while, but uh, after, after we had went through a couple of downturns, I started looking at real estate, started buying real estate on the side, got into rentals, and did that for a while till we could build up enough money to uh, uh, replace my income in my corporate job and just kind of been doing that. Uh, for a while. So, so 
That's it. That's it in a nutshell. Family. Family. Uh, mom got got a brother, sister, in uh, Georgia area. So just a small family and uh, married. Got uh, two awesome boys. One of them lives out in California, and one's uh, about to figure out where he wants to move to. So we're uh, been married for almost thirty years now to awesome wife. Congratulations, buddy. What are you going to do for Big 30? Now that you can't go anywhere, you're going to go, you're going to plan something anyways, just see what happens. Oh yeah. That's, that's part of the, the trick here is trying to figure out what you can and can't do. So we've, you know, been down to the coast of Florida uh, a little bit. My mom lives in the North Georgia mountains. So been to the mountains. So looking at, looking at doing those kind of things, maybe trying to get us a, a beach house at, at some point. So we love, love it down at the beach. So Nice, nice. Just come down, check out Folly Beach. You can drive here from Nashville. All right. Yeah, come on down. Let me know. Let's get into some of your uh, one sheet information here, Brian. Uh, let's uh, since this is your game, anyways. Uh, rentals and such. Uh, let's talk about your horizontal income. What's your current horizontal income, Brian? Well, it's been transitioning from from last year, but the last year we're basically pushing about 200,000 in horizontal income. I mean, we, we grossed about a million. That was a big goal. We hit a million in rental income last year, nice. but you know, take home. What's that, that made up of like that million bucks that comes in in rental income? What, what, uh, what asset class and, and is it, you know, what are they? What's it coming from? So, most of it uh, started out as duplexes. So that, that seemed to be everything I found was the small blocks of duplexes. So we started buying those on the side. My wife and I uh, do flip a few few houses. We flipped about 20 houses over the years, but we, we kept a few of those. Then bought, bought a bigger block of duplexes and a few condos. But then about a, two years ago, we ended up buying a mobile home park. So I've got a little bit of everything. I've got mobile home park, duplexes and multifamily, single houses, condos, you know, wherever the deal is. What's, what's your loan to value ratio on those? Loan to value, I'd say, let's see here, about 50%, I would say. That's good. 50%. What's your loan to net worth ratio? Let's see here. Loan to net worth. So, so net worth about 5 million and loans out there about 3 million, give or take. Mm, so a little, that's about 60%, right? Yeah, yeah, so maybe 60%. there. 60%. And then what, what percentager are you? So I, I'd say it's been just uh, over 100%. Obviously, <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> that's, that's the only source of income. I mean, I'm a right. licensed agent. I, I was selling real estate uh, up until middle of last year. So it's, it's been a, a hard turn towards living off the rental properties uh income so it's it's pretty much a hundred percent that i mean i get a little bit of money so you're you're about a hundred percent or exactly right yep. you, you yep. make 20 you spend 20 yeah we're actually selling some properties uh we're, we're transitioning out taking that equity and paying off some loans and that'll get us to about 150 percent i think it's a good time to do that i think you know yeah seems like it okay cool let's uh let's uh, switch gears a little bit uh, let's talk a little bit about your health. How much do you weigh? 160, 160 what, pounds. And what's your body fat? Uh, I want to say it was around 
low 20s, 20% last we checked. And, and tell me about your diet and your exercise routine. So exercise, uh, pr- pretty good there. Been doing, uh, you know, a, a boot camp workout for about four or five years at the Y. Mm. That all got oh. shut down at the beginning of COVID when they shut all the health clubs. So I picked up a new sport, uh, road cycling. Started biking with some neighbors. I'd never really done that. Did, thought it was kind of goofy wearing the shirts and the tight pants <laughs> and all that. But now that's I know why. That's what I think now, and, and uh, I'm starting to know a lot of people that are doing it. But I, in the same way, I'm like, it's kind of goofy wearing all those clothes. And, well, I think you wear the pants for comfort, and you wear the crazy shirt so you don't get hit by the cars. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's <laughs> a scary part, too. You know, that's one thing I always thought was – I always see them, and I'm like, "Damn, that's dangerous." Yeah, it, 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 you know, some people don't see you. You, you got to watch where you're going. But uh, I've uh, really enjoyed that a whole lot more than I thought. So, average about 50 miles a week. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to keep up with the guys. There's some guys that do just intense bike biking around here, and they're hitting 100 plus a week. And I'm just, just, just having a good time uh, with some friends. We, we bike a lot. There's a lot of trails. In the well, it's, a, area. it's a good exercise you know what i mean it doesn't it doesn't beat you up that much yeah so it's good good long termer you know all right so let's talk about your life happiness index what's your life what's your lhi brian lhi i think uh it was around seven high sixes seven six point nine let's say what the what the category is lowest the lowest category is parents and siblings, just in, in family. So I'm, I'm spending. What are you some doing? Time. To, yeah, what are you doing to make that higher? Yeah, so uh, just reconnecting with family. I mean, obviously, there's a big distance. I mean, it's not that far, really. I mean, three or four hours, but just trying to spend more time doing that. Uh, just uh, ended up buying my mom a house since I have so many houses. She 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 was renting an apartment for a long time, so. Just bought a house for her. We're fixing up and um, just really having a good time doing that. She's excited about that. You going to charge her rent or just just let her stay there? Uh, we'll, we'll see, but uh, no, I, I, I don't think so. I'm, I'm doing there. the same thing with my dad. You know, it's interesting. Um, I met a guy, it really opened my mind. This was literally like two months ago, so this is recent. He said, I got six houses. He, he has a bunch of rentals, right? He, he owns a ton. He's worth a lot of money. And, and, and he said, I got six of them that I don't rent. And I was like, really? Hmm. I was like, tell me. He's like, well, I got, you know, primary residence. Then I got, uh, I, I bought a house for my mom. I bought a house for my dad because they're divorced. And then he had uh, three more houses that were like, I got a cabin in the woods in Tennessee, I think. And I got a, you know, a beach house and like, you know, the point was the dude had six houses that he didn't rent out and it just really expanded my mind to, you know, who's to say, right, how many houses you're, you can have that you don't necessarily get rent for, right? Right. Know, so, so I'm doing that for my dad. I'm buying the house he lives in. I'm just going to buy it and give him free rent for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just want her to, can, you know, man. have the pride of ownership and, and a, a place she can call her own and, you know, have her dogs and, and just, uh, 
just enjoy, you know, the rest of her life. And, uh, you know, we, we've, we've tried to make that part of our rental business. My wife and I is to, we, we have some senior citizens, we have some single moms and we, we try to help them out, you know, with keeping the rent slow and, um, you know, don't, don't press them when they're slow or behind and, and really try to accommodate some people there and then, and help some, we had a lot of damage from the tornadoes earlier this year in Nashville and mm. uh, helping some, some widowed ladies that are rebuilding their rental properties. So just, just trying to do a little bit of that and help out, you know, people with, with our rental business too. That's, so. that, that's great. Speaking of which, let's talk about your give back uh, ratio. How much money are you giving back or what's your ratio? Yeah, we're, we're hard to, hard to define it, but, but uh, you know, t- 10 to 15%, I would say we, you know, we give to our church. Uh, we give so to women. So, so if you're getting in 200, that's 35, 15% is $30,000. That's all right. Yeah, total a mix of that with total a year, thirty grand. That's yeah, good. That's, that's good. So we're we're um yeah, we're we're moving towards obviously we've been in a lot of shift of selling properties, streamlining things so we have more cash flow and just really since I'm doing just a hundred percent focus on the rental business, it it's it's starting to squeeze out more cash flow so we can give more. Mm-hmm. But uh money that, is good for the good it can do. Yeah. The wrong tribe confounds, the right tribe compounds. Get your free copy of the runaway bestseller Tribe of Millionaires, a $20 value at tribeofmillionaires.com free. Just pay the shipping. That's tribeofmillionaires.com. So, uh, all right, let's see. What? Let's talk about you a little bit. Like, What would you say Brian Mullen's uh, superpower is? Superpower, I, I would have to say, is is my creativity and persistence, or a creative persistence. I guess it used to drive the corporate world crazy because I would always try to. They would say, "Oh, we can't do that, or we can't get that account, or whatever." And I, I love the challenge. I always love to try to think of a way to make it happen. Just like you know, a lot of real estate guys do that. They figure out a way to make things happen. Mm. And I, I guess so, sometimes it's I come up with too many ideas and. It, it drives everybody crazy, but you have to pick something to run with it. But I, I'd say that's, that's been my biggest, you know. It seems way. like people in, in real estate, you know, an adjective to describe them would be resourceful. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, especially real estate agents and stuff like that. I mean, you get, if you're going to be a successful real estate agent or a successful real estate investor, you got to be resourceful. You got to be able to zip zap, you know, solve the problem, move on to the next, you know, because so much, yeah, so much happens. You know? Yeah. There's so much knowledge out there now. I mean, you can, the podcast, the books, the, you know, our group. I mean, I got so much mm. knowledge out of it. It's just, yeah, you, you can come up with a way to make something happen if you work hard enough. Absolutely. All right, cool. So let's talk about your uh, greatest hits. Uh, how old are you, Brian? 55. 55. Yeah. All right. So, 55 years from the day you're born till now, what would you say the five greatest hits of your life have been? You know, every rock star has a greatest hits album. Want to know what Brian Mullen's greatest hits as far as like poignant moments in your life that uh, flash in front of your eyes. You think those those are five best 
things that happened to me or, or memories that I have. You know, I, I, I guess just surviving through, through the challenges and, and having good people to, to get me there. I, I think I was blessed with just, you know, getting through our family situation, just, just, you know, not having much. So, so I, I think just surviving and, and uh, thriving was, was, was a big, big hit. And then I, I think, you know, going to college, graduating, I, I loved college. I loved learning, thought I'd go back and get my master's and all that one day, but just never seemed to, to get there. But uh, always loved learning and, and uh, continuing to learn and very, you know, curious about things. You know, I mean, just, just keeping my family together and, and having a family, uh, my wife and, and just my two boys, they're, they're doing awesome. They're, you know, in their 20s now and they're uh, doing great things using their creative skills. And my wife helps me out in the business. So I, I think just keeping the family together, being married this long after both of, <laughs> you know, both of us coming from broken families, mm. it's not easy. You know, we, <laughs> we go to a lot of classes and uh, read, read a lot about, uh, we did the marriage group thing here. Uh, yeah, you, got to. And, you know, we all, we all need help every day on that. I say just traveling, you know, uh, being in corporate sales allowed me to travel the country a lot and just being able to go to some of the events. They had the, you know, annual trips would go around the world in different places. And um, I think uh, doing that was awesome. My kids have been able to, to travel some. So I think that's great education for them and just providing, a, you know, uh, an avenue for them to be able to do what they want to do with our success. I guess another thing I, I played in a band uh, locally. I mean, it seemed like everybody in Nashville plays something or writes something. So was able to play live, uh, did some gigs with uh, a couple different bands and we actually got paid for it. So, uh, <laughs> you know, like a couple of hundred dollars in free food. <laughs> nice. That was, that was about it. But that was, that was a million dollars to me. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, they actually, people were dancing and, uh, you know, singing to the songs and, and all that. I played the drums. So it was uh, a lot of fun. And so I, th I think those are just some, some big things I've done. That's awesome. What about, what about your future, dude? What, uh, you know, what are some greatest hits you want to have happen between 55 and 110? You know, really trying to, uh, I mean, number one thing is just to streamline our business. I feel like uh, for a while I've hit what uh, I'd learned in a management class called the ceiling of complexity, where you just can't do anymore on your own. So I'm trying to simplify that, bring mm -hmm. in the right people to do things, to, to enjoy more time with friends and family. You know, obviously love to travel more. My wife and I want to get a, a beach house. We've been looking, just trying to sell off some of our assets so we'll have be in the right cash position to be able to do that wisely you know maybe, maybe there'll be some good deals around the corner of the year here but it seems like everybody wants to go to the beach so the prices are still pretty high yeah but uh yeah i think you know help my kids get into real estate one of my sons wants to buy a rental property so helping him see if he can get you know partially credit approved maybe co-sign with him or help him and then do my other one shortly after that and maybe help my uh, some other family do some of that since we do it every day and then I, th I think just learning how to uh, help others and have the time. I, I think just that that's what you do all this for is to have time to enjoy things and help others. And I just feel like I've worked 
so many years for other people and trying to figure out how to work for myself well now, but uh, I think we're, we're getting the, the turbulence smoothed out and uh, it's not quite a circus, but it's, uh, it's feeling good. It feels right. So we're moving in the right direction, but yeah. those are some things. What, the, what would you say, like I asked you what your superpower is, the creativity, resourcefulness, what would you say your kryptonite is? Well, you know, what, what's, what's not good for Brian? What, uh, you know, what's, tell me about that. Well, I, I think obviously with so much going on, it was, it was the paperwork side of it. It was the tracking of things. It was keeping up with things. And I just realized that I've got to bring more people in. I brought in details. A, yeah. I brought in a bookkeeper last year, which was great to try to help, you know, tame the tiger I mean, it's just a lot of transactions with over a hundred properties. I mean, you're just like every day, what color paint, what, what do you do this? What about this situation? You know, the police were called that. What, whatever the situation is, it's just. You uh, managing these yourself or? Well, hands on with, uh, we've been upgrading a lot of them to get higher rent. So, so kind of overseeing the remodels uh, mm. mostly, but I've got two property managers and we kind of split them up, but I still have about 10 that I, stay hands on. And so kind of, kind of keep my feet wet, but we're, um, yeah, just trying to streamline. So, so I, I think that's my kryptonite is, is too many details. So I think part of that is taking on too much, trying to do the, the Superman, you know, thing and yeah, yeah. do control, everything. Kind of try to be in control of everything. So just having a, a process in place for everything that happens and bring people in that can help do that. that that's really what we're doing. Now, tell me about the loans you have on these, you know, 100 houses. That's a lot. Now, do you have commercial loans on them? Do they have individual loans? Yeah, so we, we had individual loans as we built them up. And then I learned uh, about how to consolidate some of those, which, mm. I mean, just saved us from having to either write checks when we used to do that. But even paying things online, we would, we would miss payments because we, something would happen with one bank or the other, or get lost in the mail or online. So we tried to consolidate them. And then we, as we started adding properties, we, we, we started working with commercial lenders, uh, you know, Corvest out of California, those, those type folks were, they would loan money based on the properties versus just me personally. So did uh, several loans that way, did some owner financing. So uh, a big chunk of it was non-recourse. And then we did one with recourse. But as I've learned, I think from you and others, I'm, I'm trying to shift away from the recourse issue. So yeah, about and then 50, what, 50. Could, and then and, and what about the rate? Like, is it, uh, is it a variable rate or is it uh, a five year balloon or wh what are you looking at? Yeah. So one we've got that uh, I think we're about three or four years into a 10 year on the first block we had. And okay. it's at about 6%, which back a couple of years ago was great. We thought interest rates were going to skyrocket and, 6% was better than I think we had 7% on a lot of them. So it was great then. Not so great now, but at least it's fixed for a long time. And you might be able to refinance that, don't you think, with the same exact bank that, that, that has it now? Well, I've learned about this thing called prepayment penalties. <laughs> well, I, I had a, I got a million dollar loan against a bunch of rental properties. And uh, I just went to the same bank that had it. And I said, you know, I'm looking at uh, refinancing. I've been shopping around. What can you do? And and uh, they dropped my payment by 1800 a month. They dropped my rate from 
575 to like 395. And wow. um, basically, you know, it was a 3% prepayment penalty, and they said, give us one. Hmm. So I gave them, you know, 10 grand. And I rolled it all into the closing costs and then rolled that into the loan because I had paid down the loan over the last two, two years. I only had it two years into a five-year period. So you, you might be surprised. You should, you should try. Okay. Yeah, we'll definitely look into I know we're, we're looking at selling a block to kind of, you know, pay some of the other ones down and go that way. But, yeah, I know rates are nice and low. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, they just don't want to they don't they, at this point they're just refining everybody. It was I had a 54321 uh, prepayment penalty and I only had it 2 years. And I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to be able to do this." But they said, "Yeah, no problem." And I could have even gotten a, a lower loan if I had paid the the 3%, the 30,000, but if I had paid that, I could have got a I could have just switched banks, right? And got a different loan that was about a half a percent less, but it wasn't worth it to me, and I, you know. So yeah, yeah. So good, good point. Thank you. Yeah, we're on a war path to try to every dollar to get it, get it down. So mm-hmm. look into that. All right, cool. So let's uh, wrap this up with a, a spin of the GoBundance app here. Let me uh, <laughs> let me pull it up, and I'm just going to ask you a random question. GoBundance app, GoBundance card game generate random card okay this is your random card brian what's the smartest business decision you ever made wow i I think the biggest one was to just get started that was that was the biggest thing I, i put it off for years and years uh probably five years into my work life you know thinking of what should i do can i do some other things and i'd, I'd go to investment seminars and you know, talk to other investors and I, I, you know, wear them out with questions and what, what can I do? How, how does this work? What, you know, I was just trying to learn everything. And it was just one guy just like stopped me in my tracks and just said, look, man, you just got to make some offers. You got to do something. You got to pick a <laughs> property. You got to pull, yeah, pull the trigger and get started. And then it was scared. I was scared to death. You know, what like, year was that? Gosh, it was uh, ninety in the nineties. All right, so you get, yeah, that's great. That's a good. So time. I, I I put four thousand dollars on one of those credit cards they would send you to put put down on a forty thousand dollar property and mm. get started. And thought I was going to make two or three hundred bucks a month, and probably made fifty dollars. You know, after I learned how everything works. And uh, but then I, then I ended up buying the one next door and moving on. But I, I think just getting started was was really it. It, it if I'd never done that, I'd, I'd just, you know, don't know where I'd be. I'd be, you know, just struggling in a lot of ways. Right. Because once you get the first one, second, third, it's easy to get to 100, right? Because you just know it doesn't scare you anymore. Yeah. Like the Nike logo. Just do it, you know. <laughs> now, do you want to have 200 rental properties or do you, are you looking to have 50? That yeah, I think I, initially I, I thought, you know, I would go crazy and buy two, 300 since I got it all figured out. But you have to really set up a, a large operation to manage all that and to, to run it. And, and, and that's great if, if that's what you want to do. But I, I think I'm going the opposite direction. I'd, I'd rather have 50 paid off than 100 leveraged and maybe even get to the point of, I, I think if I had 25 really solid properties, I think that would even be uh, better, but you know, again, depending on what you want to leave to your future, you know, family, yeah. 
and kids. I mean, it's 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 easier to grow, obviously, when you leverage, but it's really it's it's getting harder and harder to cash flow because what kills you on the single families is the repairs. You know what yeah. I mean? That just each it's got to eat up just on a hundred houses. I can't imagine. <laughs> well, and and that's where I think we've uh, we've upgraded a lot of them and and put investments in where hopefully that'll pay off down the road, but the more and more I'm in it, it's almost like when we go to property, we want to just, you know, I'm so cheap. I didn't want to put too much in it, but now I'm thinking let's, let's just gut the thing and, and fix it all up. And then we don't have the headaches for 10 years. It, it's just, you're eliminating all the future repairs. So kind of le- leaning towards uh, nicer, fewer properties, but you know, I always say I'm on the get rich slow plan and it's, you know, if you get started, you you can have a little runway for 10 or 15 years and I'm starting to get some good equity and, you can afford to fix them up and, and, and all that, but it's got to get going. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Do, do you struggle actually getting loans because, you know, you know, cause I, I'm in a similar situation, right? You know, when you get rental income, it's great, but then you, you spend money on repairs, you get depreciation. There's so many tax benefits as a real estate professional designation. And, and it just, you know, just makes your tax returns just look like you're not making any money. And then the, the banks don't like you anymore to far as loans. Yeah. That, that was a surprise when I, when I went to the bank after I'd you know, left my W2 job and I, I go to the bank and we had flipped a few houses and whatever made a couple hundred thousand here and there. And we go in there and they go, well, that's not real income. That's just passive. And that, that's yeah. you know, capital gains. And they're like, well, that's not really income. And I'm like, well, what, what does that mean? You know? <laughs> so, so I had to learn how they approach, you know, debt service coverage ratios and all that stuff, but it, uh, it was a different world, but it, yeah, absolutely. Well, good stuff, Brian. Well, hopefully I will see you in the very near future at uh, the next GoBundance event and uh, we can catch up more. And I appreciate you coming on today and sharing your one sheet and uh, being candid. So our other members can learn. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on Pat. Good talking with you. You too, boss. Have a good day. All right. In life, to be honest, I failed as much as I've succeeded. But I love my wife. I love my life. And I wish you my kind of success. Don't step to me, bitch. Now you-